Hello and welcome to another episode of I've Never Seen the OC. We are on season three, episode 10, and possibly one of the hardest titles to say, the Chrismica Bar Mitzvica. Right? That's how you yeah. see it. I'm saying it with confidence. You totally Just go are. hard. <laughs> Chris Macabre Mitzvica. Uh, hi. Hello. How, how are things? What's been happening? Not much, not much. Um, <laughs> very excited about this episode. I know. I um, was getting... So I only watched this just before we started recording. And uh, I was pottering about getting ready. And then I realised it's Chris Macabre. And was like, yes, yeah. yes, it's Chris Macabre. Yeah, very excited. If you're new to the podcast, my name is Heather. I have never seen the OC. My name is Jane and I have seen the OC. And she was just taking a big sip of juice there (laughs) whilst I was thrown over to it. There's nothing worse. It's like when you're in a restaurant and they come over just as you've taken a massive bite. They're like, are you enjoying your food? And you're just like, "Mm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew it was coming. I don't know why I did it. (laughs) Sorry. Do you have anything to bring to the table? Any any other business you'd like to attend to? No housekeeping this week. How about you? No. No. Oh, actually, I do. We reached a, quite a big milestone on our listenership. I don't want to be that guy that talks about how many listeners we get because, you know, like Apple, I think we should just like keep it to ourselves. But we hit a really big milestone this week and it was quite a big deal it and was. I felt quite emotional about it. So thank you very much Go to us. everybody yeah, who listens you. to, I mean, yeah, was also <laughs> thank you to everyone listening um we, we actually literally couldn't do it without you um so thank you awesome. for tuning in every week and catching up i also like cannot get over how many people like have just started like discovering it and listening to it like now it's which a is big really commitment cool. yeah like, the tv really show cool. and to watch a tv show with it's got quite a huge first and second um, season, like lengthwise, and then to commit to listen to all the podcasts alongside yeah. it is quite the commitment. You so think yeah, we, we had nothing else to do or something? Right? Huh? It's almost like, you know, we're all stuck in our houses not doing anything. Um, no, but seriously and genuinely, thank you very much for listening. Thanks, guys. Okay, should we get into it? Yep, let's go. Last time on the OC, Johnny's still here. <laughs> yep. Marissa managed to speed up his hospital appointment after he got knocked over and he told her that he loved her because yes. he was smashed off his face on Vicodin. Uh, she told Ryan, that's important, she told yep, Ryan so everyone that... Knows. Yeah, everyone knows that Johnny fancies her, which is awkward as feck. And then... In the little last time yeah. montage, there was a lot about Summer's dad. Remember him? We've not seen yeah. him in a hot, hot minute. Like season Dr. one, Dr. Roberts. Do you yeah. sing? Every time I hear it, I just sing like, Dr. Roberts. Like the Beatles chin always comes out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just you, you weirdo. Yeah, just me. <laughs> 
So I'm imagining that Dr. Roberts will be making an appearance this week. Yeah, him and Seth don't have the best relationship, do they? No, he's a bit of a weird... We don't really know much about him other than he's like a top-notch surgeon. That's all we really know about yeah, him. Yeah, it must have been season two because do you remember Zach got on quite well with him? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do remember that. But um, yeah, we only really know he's mega wealthy and is a surgeon and his wife, who is Summer's stepmom, is always painkillered out our our little noggin. Yeah. And so we go. Yeah. And if you remember in the last episode, it was heavily referred to about Summer saving Chris McClough. Remember that came coming up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nice little segue. And yeah, we open with some... Nice festive tunes and the gang have gone to pick trees. Choosing a Christmas tree is stressful. I don't blame Summer for being so pernickety about it. Yeah, I think some of them look really rubbish as well. Yeah. You know, at least they're all open. It's when you go and they're all like... Mm, and the, that like netting, netting thing. And you're like, mm, I don't yeah. know what... Mm, what's that hiding? We made a rookie <laughs> mistake this year and we got the wrong type of Christmas tree. I should send you the pictures. Yeah, those pics of you taking it Jesus. down are hilarious. It was, it was so bad. So instead of getting like the thicker, flatter pines on the Christmas tree we went for the cheaper one but the bigger the bigger but the cheaper one with the smaller pines and honestly like about a week before Christmas we were both just praying because every so often you'd just hear a Christmas decoration like slide off Uh. and all of the pine needles fall and yeah when we were taking it down by the time I'd got all of the decorations and the Christmas lights off of it it looked like a twiglet there was nothing (laughs) on it it was so bad I spent about three days who up let's yeah i agree that's with summer <laughs> i guess choosing a christmas tree is very it's stressful tough. it really is so they've been there like for three hours and marissa wants to buy johnny a tree yeah yeah i find this it kind of comes up throughout this episode i find it really weird because she's so adamant to be like i want to be friends but i know you like me but i want to be friends there does come a point where you're like are you just leading him on are you enjoying that someone likes you like it just kind of feels like she's messing with these feelings but that's i don't know i don't know what the answer is but that's that's my observations and this is the first point that Seth sort of floats the idea that Ryan should maybe convert and have a bar mitzvah. Be bar mitzvahed. Yeah. yeah. Weird. F- uh, this is a weird This is flick. so weird. Yeah. I, Such a weird flick. I think as it gets towards the end of the episode, because at first I was like, do they just go with this? And we'll obviously talk about it when we get there, but Sandy sort of puts his foot down and it doesn't become the, yeah, they should just have had a party. But anyway, that's chat for later on. Weird. Very weird. Marissa's getting the tree for Johnny. And the, her reasoning behind it is because she feels bad. She feels guilty. She feels bad about him being on his own and him like being lonely. And I got the sense that she feels bad that she doesn't like him. Like yeah. she's holding guilt, especially when she's talking to Summer here. She's yeah. holding guilt that he likes her and she doesn't like him, which is why she's like so adamant for them to be friends. Yeah, imagine if... Misha Barton was to give everyone that fancied her in 2005 a Christmas tree that she didn't fancy back. I would have got a Christmas tree. That'd be a lot of trees. That'd have been great. (laughs) I almost lost my shit when Summer called her Cooper Scooper. I was just like, (laughs) and see when Marissa was like, that's a really bad nickname. I was like, fucking yes, pull her up for this. Coop is bad enough. Super, like, Cooper Scooper is awful. And I do not, it's not okay. 
Um, but yeah, they kind of bumped back into the boys because they were off picking out a tree. Mm-hmm. Seth and Ryan were having a bit of a chat about how Ryan feels, and he's like, oh, "I don't feel hugely comfortable with it, but like, what can I do? I'm just it's okay. It'll be okay. Just going along with yeah, it." Yeah, Ryan's trying to be reasonable, isn't he? Um, and then Marissa's like, "Oh, we found a great tree for Johnny's house." It's just like, oh. And then Seth says that his Christmas forecast calls for trouble. Yeah, and the scene is set. Yeah, I think it calls for trouble too. You know. Mm. Okay, over to Marissa and the gang dropping off the tree to Johnny. Right, see if like a group of your brand new pals that you've only known for a hot minute turned up at your door with a Christmas tree. Would your parents not just be like, who the fuck are you? Why are you bringing a Christmas tree around my house? Yeah, they'd just be like, especially if it's your rich pals when you're sort of going through. A tough time. Tough yeah. time, yeah. Um, Weird. And Andy's mum knows the situation, doesn't she? She clearly knows that... Johnny Johnny's well like, yeah. into Marissa. Weird. Um, but yeah, it's just awkward. And then we find out that there's been a call from the doctor and there isn't going to be a surgery because Johnny's mum's insurance doesn't cover it. Now, this whole entire plan is pretty flawed because surely Johnny would be making some form of, if you had an accident claim to the person that ran him over and that would be free <laughs> surgery, no? They love suing people in America. Yeah. It's one of their favourite things. Totally. Um, I mean, we'll get into the plan when we get into the plan, yeah. but I have some things to say about the plan. But isn't it mad? Like, because we're in the UK and we're so blessed and lucky yeah. to have the NHS, which I can't imagine, like, because everything is covered. Like, we don't we pay our taxes and that covers the NHS. The NHS don't get enough money, but that is a different different Sorry podcast. Day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just can't imagine needing medical care and not being able to access it because you don't have enough money. Yeah. It's it really blows my mind. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners will, that's just completely the norm for yeah, them. Yeah, it's you know? so normal. Or have like having to pay for health. Like, oh, America. Guys, Wild. come on, get back on that Obamacare. But yeah, so he says, Johnny, oh, it's just all really sad and awkward, isn't it? He's sick of surfing yeah. anyway, and he sulks back to the living room, or whatever it was he was going. So yeah. yeah. Over to the Cohen's house, where it's a yeah. bit more festive. Getting Oft some it's a winter wonderland. Mm, um, flavors all, of festive fear. Fear? All the Chris- nope. F- 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 fevers of fear. Fist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, what was I trying to say? I, I have no idea. Cheer, festive cheer. Cheer, right, go. okay. Jesus. Yeah, they got all the Christmaca trimmings and yeah, it's Kirsten's first holiday without her dad. And although she made this weird comment, oh, it's her last one with um, the boys in the house. It was like, surely they'll be coming back for Christmaca. And, or maybe she just means to lead up or whatever. I don't know. I feel they were giving her something to say for the sake of giving her something to say and to be sad about. Like, the first Christmas out her dad is enough of a reason. She doesn't need to yeah. have another one. Yeah. Um, but Sandy maintains it's going to be the best Christmas ever. I feel I've said that before in that exact same tone. Yeah, probably. We could go back and find <laughs> a little sound bite of that. <laughs> I mean, I could. I'm not going to when I'm editing it, but I'm so <laughs> adamant that I have said that exact same phrase yeah. in probably this time last season, actually. Probably. Um, right, the gang over at the diner. We have to do something. No, you don't. Oh, they're just no, always looking don't. for like a little plan to get in on, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, although I did like when Kirsten was saying as well, 
sorry, just in the last scene about how she was worried about Julie and Sandy's like, if you want to feel better about your own life, hanging about with Julie Cooper is a great way to begin. I was like, oof, Sandy. That's kind of mean. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, but yeah, sorry, I backtracked there, but we are over to the diner. And did you notice, I had to look this up because I was like, who is that? And it's, do you remember that band Hot Hot Heat? I do remember Hot Hot Heat. Yeah, so it's like... They're doing a little Christmas tune because the guy's voice is so distinctive. So that's what uh, it opens with. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, they are all relying on Summer to come up with a Christmas miracle because she saved Christmas. She saved Christmas last year. So it's her responsibility to do it this year. Yep. And obviously she has no ideas. Um, but they're like, oh, we just need a couple of grand to pay for his surgery. And Seth has figured it out. He is going to This is get, nuts, even for them. <laughs> he's going to get Ryan Bar Mitzvah to raise money for Johnny's surgery. As if Johnny's not causing Ryan enough problems. Like what? And now he has to become Jewish or like <laughs> Jewish? fake a bar mitzvah. Like you know how Kirsten got so upset at Julie Cooper doing fraud with Creepy Charlotte? Yes, this is this has like a Creepy Charlotte type plan written all over it, doesn't it? They're basically scamming the noopsies out of money for Johnny. Yeah, and they basically think it's okay because they have a cause that they believe is worthy. What is it's... the difference between paying for Johnny's surgery and Charlotte getting a condo in, I don't know... New Mexico. Yeah, I mean, Charlotte could have a sob story that we don't know about. We never really did find out much <laughs> her background. Um, mm. But yeah, it's they just seem to have... And the fact that it involves just completely jumping on a religious bandwagon for the sake of... It's it's really offensive. I think... I, do, I just don't think it's okay. I, do, yeah. I don't think it's... I think if there had been any conversation before now about Ryan having any interest in becoming Jewish or being like, yeah. oh, you guys are all Jewish. It would mean a lot to me. It'd make me feel like I was part of the family or whatever. Yeah. But, like, Kirsten's a big waspy Protestant. Like, yep. she doesn't care. Yeah, Ugh. there's... But, yeah. yeah, we can chat about it. <laughs> I think there's a scene down the line we can chat about it and how the adults deal with it as well. But anyway, they want to have this big fundraiser. Yeah, Ryan then says, oh my God, are you serious? No, he doesn't. He says, oh my God, you're serious. And I was like, uh, are they? <laughs> Is this happening? Is this where we're going? Sure, okay. Buckle up, lads. And apparently the Pussycat Dolls are going to perform. Can you imagine? What? Have you seen? There is one of my favourite videos on <laughs> the internet. And like <laughs> on, that, on the list of favourite videos... <laughs> Is uh, when Nicole Shore Singer and the rest of the Pussycat Dolls are singing and dancing. And I think it's Melody is in the back. Okay. And like you can tell she's just decided, fuck this. I'm fed up of Nicole Shore Singer being like the lead singer. And she is all like, <laughs> and like comes out and like just belts out the water and like stands in front of her. And it's like, oh my God. So, it's I need phenomenal. to go and watch this video. It's That's exactly phenomenal. What I'm doing after this. And then one of my other favourite videos, just, you know, if you've got some time and you want some light entertainment, Mariah Carey shouting at her backing singer for singing her singer song, um, singing her no. bit. So, oh God, I can't remember. What it, but she's like singing and she's like, stop singing my part, baby. And like turns around and is like pointing at her and she's like, stop Whoa. singing my song, baby. Yeah, it's so good. It's like so gold. cringe and it's phenomenal. So every time I think of the Pussycat Dolls. I go down that little spiral of thought. There you go. Anyway. 
probably should get back on track, shouldn't we? So we've got Jilly in her trailer and she's really, really getting into the trailer park life, isn't she? Looking comfortable in her trailer park lifestyle clothing yeah, brand. Do you think she's gone and bought some trailer clothes, park clothes to fit into her surroundings? Because I'm like, well, what was in those Louis Vuitton bags? If you think about it, though, if she's in a trailer park and okay, she doesn't have any money, but she's got lots of clothes and lots of stuff that is valuable, you probably don't want to advertise that in case somebody I breaks suppose. into your trailer. So maybe she's dressing that way to discourage people like Gus coming over and stealing our stuff. So sensible, Heather. Thus proving that Julie Cooper is the icon we didn't know we needed. She is. She really is. What would Julie Cooper do? Sit on the couch and spit into a can, apparently. <laughs> what oh. is that? Like, chewing tobacco? I wasn't sure. Like, I put on the subtitles to see, and she says she's spitting skull. And I was like, what's that? I could probably have giggled it, but... Um, I think it is. Mm. I think it's like chewing tobacco. First, I thought it was like olives. <laughs> she was spitting or like sunflower seeds or, or something. something. Yeah, it was gross. It's gross. Anyway, just yeah. Kirsten turns up. Just oh, it's tobacco. She... Oh, is it? Yeah, good. Um, why did I know that? That's I weird. don't know. <laughs> weird piece of knowledge from my brain. You're welcome. But yeah, Kirsten's come over to see how she is, and they both deduce that they are both awful. Um, I mean, this is where we find out that Julie hasn't told Marissa that she's living in a trailer park. Um, and since Misery loves company, they sit down together to watch some telly. I loved it as well at the end of the scene where, like, Julie offers Kirsten oh. the spitting tobacco and Kirsten yeah. is just like, like nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, she's wearing, like, a full trouser suit. She just looks <laughs> so out of place. I'm also like, why is she wearing that? She doesn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> like in, it's lockdown, a <laughs> in lockdown we're all cutting about in like sports bras and joggies and she's there in a t- two-piece suit no so, thanks uh, uh, and then right, this next scene makes yeah. me feel makes me want to claw my skin off oh um yeah we're in summer's gorgeous mansion and seth's just completely floundering as usual with any conversation involving dr robert He's just so awkward. He's know, just like, so awkward. Just don't say anything. Just smile and say hello. Leave it there. And he's oh. banging on about baseball that he knows nothing about. The stock market. Um, yeah, it's just ugh, just trying too hard. And then Summer just tells him to shut up. <laughs> just and go yeah, go upstairs and comb out Princess Sparkle's tail as it relaxes him. I was like, come on, Summer, that's really not going to do him any favours with your dad, no. either, is it? <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, what I liked about this episode was getting a wee bit more backstory um, yeah. on Summer and her relationship like, with her parents. Um, because all we've really seen is a couple of small scenes with her dad and this gorgeous mansion. Yeah. Um, and the invisible stepmom. Yeah. So the stepmonster's out of town for Christmas, but they're going to have each other, despite the fact that her dad's really busy with work. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, quite just, telling, isn't it? Because he's very much like, I'm not bummed that yeah he like doesn't seem that bothered he doesn't seem to care which is a bit concerning but sure over to johnny's house oh he's watching surfing oh of course he is um this is where marissa and ryan pop over to tell him the plan and be like this is what we are going to do for you as your rich saviors and he's just like nah don't want to be a charity case i'm not interested they just wanted to help and Ryan's like, now's not the time to be proud. And Johnny's just like, thanks, but no thanks. Not interested. No. Yeah, and then he like limps away and you're just like, oh. 
I don't know. I know we should feel sorry for him, but he's just really annoying. He is really annoying. Um, I do kind of I see where he's coming from. Like, you would... Is he just being proud? I'm not sure. Like... It's it's just quite tricky, isn't it? Like yeah, there's a lot of different things involved, isn't there? Um, yeah, and a lot of quite different relationships. So yeah, I can again just interested to see where this goes, and we can talk about it more as yeah. We there's really interesting parallels with like Kirsten and I think Sandy offering Julie Cooper money and her not taking it because she's too proud, yeah. and then him not taking it because he's too proud. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. I just thought of that. God. Yeah. Oh, check you. Oh, <laughs> we should, like, Saturday afternoons are clearly when we're in the zone. Like, this I is can't good. believe we started with Monday nights. That was ambitious and stupid. <laughs> Very that stupid. That was the worst idea we've ever had. <laughs> sure, we can record a podcast on a Monday evening yeah. when we're both exhausted. <laughs> oh. uh, um, anyway. But yeah, um, we then get to, oh, how nice does the cone pool look like? Oh, with all the, what are those little, like, is it, red is it plants? plants? Poinsettias, is that what they're called? Yeah, so, they're like, you only get what, them really at Christmas. Christmas they're they're so, I can never keep them alive as well. They like shrivel and die after about three days in my roasting flat. We've got a Christmas cactus, which is like one Ooh. of the like flat lease ones, but the only f- they're meant to flower at Christmas and it keeps, it's a big dirty tease because it keeps like budding, but then it mm. never flowers. And I'm like, mm. mate, come on, don't do this to me. <sighs> but yeah, there's so many. Look, it just looks so pretty. And Seth is like, we then find out, which is quite interesting, that he's trying to get Ryan to have this um, bar mitzvah regardless of whether Johnny's involved or not. And we find out that it's purely because Seth wants to relive his own because the first one was that much of a shit show. So Yeah. I also kind of love the fact that they're like, well, we're doing it anyway. So here we, here we are. Sorry, Ryan. Well, let's go. And then Summer's comparison to... <laughs> she's like, poor guy, slight of build um, on crutches. He's kind of like her very own Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, this is where the boys go into the kitchen to tell Sandy and Kirsten their plan. And Sandy kind of loses it. Yeah, quite rightly so. He's like, this is offensive... I think, like, I am not religious, but, like, I can completely see where Sandy's coming from. Yeah. It's like, you don't mean this. Like, in the same way, I would never get married in a church because I am not religious. And I, I just couldn't do it. And luckily, Ali doesn't want to get married yeah. in a church. But I imagine that'd be a really difficult conversation because you're like, well, I don't want to be there and say things that I don't mean. No, like, so much. And I guess that's why I'm like, why isn't Ryan feeling that? Why would you want to say these things? in front of everybody that you don't mean. But Johnny's already said no. So it's as if they're using... It's almost like you really want a night out so tr- or a big party. So try and convince your pal to have like a birthday night out that they don't want. And then they're like, I don't want this. And you're just like, oh, we'll just throw the night We're out. We're doing it anyway. Anyway, which I just don't get why... Yeah, there isn't any reason to do this. If they just want a party, but why do they have to bring the religious element into it? Especially... When Ryan is the one they're making go through with it, and he seems the one that's least fussed, you know, that doesn't take any. At least we forget. Johnny told Ryan's girlfriend that he was in love with her. I would be like, nah, I'm not fucking helping you. Do one. Yeah. It's, but yeah, so Sandy is pretty raging. He says, you've got to be Jewish. It's a sacred um, religious event. And then Seth starts to try and compare it to Christmas. And he's like, yeah, mum's team. (laughs) <laughs> as in like waspy kiki um, 
But again, he's saying, oh, the Christmas it has a huge like potential crossover. And then Kirsten just snaps. She's, she's like, yeah, totally on board. Raise money for the hospital. And then they're like, oh, we'll keep it like minimal, minimal Hebrew. And you're just okay. <laughs> just really bloody weird, sure. the whole thing. Um, all I've written down is, so they're happy with them committing fraud. Great. Yeah. I'm glad they're all on board. Yeah, because I think she says something like, oh, we can just say it's to raise money for the hospital. Yeah, right? So oh. weird. So weird. Anyway, Marissa goes over to see Johnny um, to get him on side, get him on board. And, yeah, and he's, he's just like, her off, isn't he? Yeah, he's just so like. But I think I would if I told somebody that I was in love with them, and they were like, "No, nah, I'm not interested," and then they kept hanging about and kept like just being there, I'd get to a point where I'd be like, "Fuck off, give me a break." Yeah, I think Johnny has to. He has to make a decision that I, d- I think it's clear that he can't have Marissa in his life feeling the way he does at this stage anyway. Yeah, she's trying to pretend that nothing's changed. And yeah, yeah, one of them has to have the sense to just back off. And then you can see Ryan trying to do the right thing by not reacting. But yeah, it's all, it's a shambles. Um, But then she's just like, look, what's your problem? And then he takes this call. It's a bit weird. And he's like, this is private. And she's like, I'll wait. And then she decides like, oh no, I'm not actually going to wait. And then he's like, I'm sorry. And she leaves and oh, it's just a bit, ugh. I feel like we saw this, yeah, I feel like we've saw this same scene about four times played out in different ways, you know? Yeah. Um, Over to Seth's room, he's rummaging through his memory box. His old um, pics. <laughs> to find pictures of Seth's bar mitzvah. Um, of course, Seth has a memory box. Like, of course he does. Like... <laughs> Ah, this guy, this guy. (laughs) He says, all you have to do is chant some Torah and dance the horror. Love a bit of rhyming. (laughs) Like, that really did it for me. Um, And Ryan has 24 hours to prepare. So he gives him the old CD that he had to learn how to chant some Torah um, and kind of wishes of luck like, yeah. you'll be fine and then he says oh you're fine until it gets to that's what friends are for and he's like yeah. what that's a Jewish song and he's like oh yeah it's played at every bar mitzvah it's a staple and then we find out that no one went to Seth's bar mitzvah because they were all at Luke's birthday party and it's like yeah. oh so they're he's trying to like sort of rewrite history by living vicariously through Ryan yeah, which I get. I get that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not fair on anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I see what you do. I see. I see what they're doing. Yeah, Julie and Kirsten visiting Neil. Yeah, as if Doctor <laughs> Robert's first name is Neil. Neil. Um, although, do you know what? How weird is it when he comes out and he's wearing the mask? I'm like, oh, a face mask. <laughs> I know it's like I've got one of those. <laughs> yeah, I know it's uh, like surgical mask is quite common in a hospital, but yeah, just watching, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's where um, they used to live before they broke out. Yeah, they've um, all got one. Julie doesn't recognise him, but he does have a mask on. It's I did find a it common really error, funny you know? when he was like, I, "I'd like to hope you would recognise me. Your daughter is living yeah. with me." <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but he offers to help with the party because he says the other guy's out of town and he's no use anyway. Um, so yeah, quite yeah, a nice so scene there. Yeah, they're doing the sale. Doing the sale to Summer's dad. Um, 
<laughs> this video of Seth Burmitz <laughs> is ridiculous. It's one of the most awkward things I've ever seen in my life. Like, I don't enjoy, like watching my own family movies not that we have many but i don't yeah. enjoy watching that my own like let alone other people's <laughs> so i know it's fictional but this entire time i was just like oh god um but yeah it really solidifies the fact that he had no pals and was there in his own and was just a really really weird whiny dick of a child yeah um, and then we've cut to so Ryan's still quite apprehensive about the whole thing, rightfully so. And then Seth says, Oh, look, that's really great what you're doing for Johnny, all things um, considered. And it's like, Well, yeah, it's, it's yeah. nuts. It's <laughs> unnecessary. And yeah. I thought we've already decided we're not doing it for Johnny anyway. Um, and yeah, Ryan's like, Oh, maybe they'll make me a saint. <laughs> Seth says, Jewish people we don't, don't believe do in saints. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not our bag. And then we finish on the YMCA. Great. As all good parties should end. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know what I love, um, absolutely loved, was see when old Trumpy Trump was leaving the White House and he went and did his oh, speech my. afterwards. And then his speech finished and he was going to I don't know, Air Force One. Is that what he got out of there? I don't know. He was Who going knows? to a helicopter. Who knows? And Who cares? His, his speech finished and then it was just like I was like is this your life I I was Ali and I was like is someone like like, is someone put the wrong CD is is this like a prank and he was like no Trump bloody loves the YMCA and I just can't it's too funny it makes me laugh so hard so hard Uh, free melania anyway uh, i don't know where we're at we are at the diner so marissa's at the diner presumably waiting on ryan for dinner and then through the window she sees johnny looking shifty he's meeting a guy and it looks like they exchange some cash Mm -hmm. and then he's gone down to sulk on the beach of course and I mean, maybe they are soulmates because Marissa loves doing I that know, too. I know, they love a, a silky beach scene. But she runs down and she asks him if he's okay. And she's like, look, it's all going to be okay, Johnny. You could still get the surgery, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's like, you're the only thing that's keeping me going. And oh, this is so bloody awkward. Like, he goes to kiss her. Oh. And then she does the whole like... She, she oh. swerves him. Yeah, and they're having like a little hug. And obviously Ryan then arrives, watches yeah. all this... Um, and rightfully so, storms away. God. Is there anything worse than someone trying to kiss you? Whoa. Like, oh. Especially like when you know it's happening and you're just like, how do I get out of this? How do I get out of this? This is so awkward. Oh. Anyway, um, Ryan is clearly raging. Yeah, he's um, storming about the cones. In the yeah, he's morning. not doing it anymore, Jane. He's not doing it anymore. Bar mitzvah is off. <laughs> um... This is where they kind of explain to Sandy kind of what's going on. Yeah. He's very much like, Johnny loves Marissa. We yeah. all know that, but she's not doing anything to like stop yeah. him or like. I think he's, he's actually advances. says, he's like, oh, Johnny's in love with her and she can't get enough of the guy. Yeah. Um, and Sandy's just like, well, this is bad news because obviously Kirsten's so buzzing for it. Cue Kirsten coming in, like, great news. And she's yeah. so excited for all the plans that she's put in place. Do you know what's just weird though? Is like we're like proper adults apparently. Um, mm. 
And like I, if that's, if I was in Ryan's situation, I would really struggle to keep my shit together and not just be like, no, this is bullshit. Stop yeah. seeing that person. Like that's not okay. I don't feel comfortable with it. You shouldn't feel comfortable with it. But the fact that he's like, what, 17 years old and it's been made out like he's perfectly okay with this is like yeah, it's quite not wild. Is it? Yeah. I'm really enjoying seeing Summer and her dad together. It yeah, it's really cute, warm isn't and it? Yeah, definitely. And her house looks bloody amazing. She's got lots of those lovely little red plants as well. That courtyard looks insane. It's like the entire wow. house is built around the courtyard and yeah. the pools in the middle of the court. Like it's unbelievable. I would love that house. But they're sort of reminiscing about her mum. And Summer asks, "Why did she leave?" And I thought this as well. Summer's like, "I was only thirteen. And I'm like, "Pal, that was like four years ago." You know, it was <laughs> if she was. <laughs> um, so it's still fairly recently, and she talks about it being the worst day of her life which also yeah. turns out it was a day of the bar mitzvah and yeah. looks party so summer would have because summer's dad was going to make her go to seth's bar yeah. mitzvah and i think he's not clicked that that was the occasion that they'd already committed to but yeah. it turns out that she just stayed in her room for three days so seth's probably spent this time think again classic seth like oh she didn't come she me. went to looks party yeah. it's like well no actually her, her mum walked out on them so yeah quite telling though that he was like oh she didn't like it here with me and it's like i'm sure it's not quite as simple as that if she also left her daughter like i don't know yeah. I'd, sometimes <laughs> sometimes the writing in this show is not great jane yeah and this scene is a real advocate of that statement i was like what is not to like about that house <laughs> why, why did she leave somebody up. tell like, us yeah <laughs> um but yeah, it's it it just was quite sad. Like it, yeah, was, it was really quite sad. A, a bummer of a scene. Um, why is there Christmas tree outside? Just to take away from the emotional sadness, why is there Christmas tree outside? They've probably got a couple. Do you think? Yeah, they're <laughs> one of those ones. They've probably one like in the hall and the yeah. yeah. But yeah, Seth arrives and she just says, "Oh, the holidays can be hard, and they can be for a lot of people. They can be. There's a lot of feelings kicking about." A lot yeah. of feelings. Emotions are heightened. Yeah. Right. Marissa, Marissa, Marissa is meeting Johnny at the diner to talk to him. Again. Um, because, <laughs> again, because there was a vibe. There was a vibe when they hugged last night. I liked what, what Johnny said. He was like, no, there wasn't a vibe. I told you I like you. I do. It's the truth. Yeah. But then, and I was a bit like, oh, here we go, Marissa. Like, why are you creating these situations? But then I think she's concerned about the guy um, yeah. and she's like look what are you doing and I don't know I sometimes find the like dialogue between Johnny and Marissa a bit weird they seem to be like they get into a chat and then they'll just gloss over things and it's all fine because she's like well, I mean why is she still wanting to hang out he's like I've told you how I feel you know that nothing can happen but you're becoming more persistent and hanging out yeah and then they'll have this they won't really get an answer and then it'll be like oh but we're cooler oh let's just start over and, and yeah. it's like what you know so it's it's a really weird recurring pattern it's really similar to what happened with oliver actually yeah. like the same kind of vibe like someone who's not well that she needs to look after her, that she needs to help and support she is and, a like, rescue nobody understands them like you do and it's like i don't know like i don't i yeah. She just but then I think as well we need to remember what Marissa's been through. It's easy to forget, yeah. you know, so I think it's possibly a coping mechanism that she wants to rescue and help other people so that she doesn't need to deal with her own trauma. Yeah. So wise. 
so wise, mm. Jane. So wise. <laughs> um, but the, the the phrase "I'm taking care of things" is never good. No, it's never, like, is it? Or, don't ask. Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to. No. Oh, shut so, up, Johnny. So mysterious. Shut up, Johnny. Yeah. Shut up, Johnny. The worst. Um, right, over to Big Sandy Cohen's uplifting pool speech ha- in the pool house. Yeah, how much is Ryan just like such a surly teenager? And this scene <laughs> is just like not rising at all. <laughs> but he does have, um, he has good reason, I feel. Yeah. But then Sandy's like, you've got to do this. Do it for Kirsten. Yeah. Um, We've got this far into the fraud plan. You can't back out now. Yeah. Um, mm. And he talks about him being a mensch, and he's like, "I'll tell you what that means. It's time for your what adult." What does moment. it mean? Nobody ever says. Yeah, well, I looked this up. Apparently, um, it, the direct translation is like a human, a good person. So it's like human kindness, basically. Oh, okay. So it's a sort of like exhibit that. Interesting. I love yeah. a good a good bit of um, Jewish slang. It's not slang. Yeah. It's like Jewish words. Yeah. Um, there was a really good Polish word, which I think is really similar to a Jewish word, like a schlep. Like, oh, it's such a schlep. Like, as in, it's a trek. It's like a mission oh, to okay. get there. Like, it's like, oh, what a schlep. I love it. Oh, that's cool. I like it's that. A good word. My old flatmate, Maya, used to say it if we had to go to co-op. Because between us, there was like three, like, news agency type corner stores that sold like fruit and mm-hmm. veg and then the co-op and then I'd right. be like oh I'm going to go to co-op and she'd be like oh why are you going there it's such a schlep and it always oh. reminds me of her oh cute cute Julie decorating her tree Julie's thong really really <laughs> looking like trailer trash here do you not remember though like yes. those thongs were such a phase yeah I had I remember having these ones and they were all so gross and they were from do you remember Morgan yeah, like the shop Morgan, and they were like of a similar vibe to what Julie was wearing, but they had like a butterfly. Yeah, yep, yep, oh, you also got them sl- in Primark as well. We got a Primark yeah. version. Oh, the Do you worst. know what really concerns me though is like I really distinctly remember me and my friends wearing them like to school. Yes, but like you could Why? see them with your school, like so you're in that same way. Like your school trousers would be lower <laughs> than your thong was, so it was like a whale tail. It was just ridiculous. Uh, what do you think all the teachers thought? Like you're a teacher now. Like what do you think when you uh, see things that you're just like that's so inappropriate, but like you're not in a position to say anything? Because yeah. I imagine there must have been so many of our teachers just being like, "What the fuck are you doing? Put your arms away." Yeah, the school that I'm at just now has like quite a conservative uniform and like the you can kind you buy everything from the school, you know, so oh, that you don't okay. wear your own skirt or well you can wear your own trousers or stuff, but anyway. Um but in the previous school I was in, um we actually had to put out a uniform policy for leggings because so many girls see were wearing leggings. the see through leggings. Yeah, oh, and it was like no. so it was some it was like pretty obscene, so they just had to like ban leggings completely um because yeah it was just oh um yeah see through (laughs) leggings not a good look imagine having to write that letter that letter to parents banning thongs from school yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's probably why they didn't do it because they were like you know what that's too much of an effort yeah (laughs) it's too embarrassing no thanks so yeah (laughs) the our tree like lights conk out and she yeah i just love how gus is such a reoccurring cutting like character that we never see it's brilliant that we've never seen yeah um 
Kirsten arrives again, obviously, um, to be like, why aren't you coming to the, why aren't you ready? Why aren't we going to the fundraiser? And Julie just doesn't want to tell Marissa the truth. Yeah, the... she's worried about the nupsies, but more so um, Marissa and Kirsten encourages her to tell her. And I think Julie's like, oh, right, okay, I know. Yeah. So she sort of resigned herself to that fact. Over to Ryan being huffy. Yep, Marissa's... Very huffy. In the pill house. I thought this was strange as well, so... Manessa clearly knows what the deal's been because she's like, oh, what happened last night? Um, it's just as well you didn't turn up because you might have seen me and Johnny and it might have looked like something that it wasn't. Yeah. So, so weird. It's just, I find it quite selfish of Marissa actually because she clearly knows that she's upsetting Johnny by remaining friends even yeah. though she's very much like, no, like it'll be okay. She knows she's upsetting Ryan by remaining friends. Why wouldn't you just be like, nah, I saw this, I'm not gonna, it's too much effort. Yeah, I think, I think it's because I'm old and tired that I'm like, no, too much effort. <laughs> not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I think she, I do think it's just away from deflecting and dealing with things if she can keep herself involved in other people's drama and create drama for herself then she doesn't need to deal with things like her dad's gone her mum lives in a trailer park and she shot someone oh yeah that forgot yeah um yeah um he really points out though it doesn't he he was like what's with you helping these kinds of guys yeah and again, like totally flashing back to Oliver and being like, why? Like you're bringing this all into your life Trey yourself. to an extent as well. Oh yeah, remember him? Yeah. I try and forget Trey. Yeah. Uh, but she makes it very clear. I don't have feelings for Johnny. I'm worried about him. And I think he's up to something dangerous. And I love the fact Ryan kind of laughed and was like, Johnny <laughs> is not up to something dangerous. <laughs> but again, why is this being put on Ryan? Why does Ryan have to go and talk to Johnny? Oh, because he's um he's the white knight. So he saves of everyone, Jane. Cool. So like How that's his job. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so Ryan goes to Johnny's. And yep. his mum's like, oh, I mean, she's just having such a hard time of it. First his girlfriend, then the accident. She's like, oh, I don't know what I'd do without all of you guys. And she's like, okay, cool. Um, and Johnny's in the shower. Yep. Cue Ryan to go snip about his room. Yep. Not and doing a very good job at it either. Yeah. And he finds nada. Yep. Um, Johnny comes out of the shower and he's like, I don't want to come to the party. And Ryan kind of bullies him into it. Yeah, Ryan's quite threatening here, isn't he? There's a lot unsaid. Yeah. Um, But really, it's almost as if, look, you owe me. You know, I'm clearly doing this because of my girlfriend. I don't really want you to come. She's in love with you. You're in love with her, sorry. Like, just. Do what I'm asking you. Come on, yeah, give me a date. Put a suit on, come on. Um, yeah. So he's like, okay, fine, I'll get ready. Just give me a minute. So Ryan leaves the room and he goes behind the rucksack that Ryan had just served. Yeah, so close. So close. And I was like, because I, I was like, I bet you it's going to be drugs. Like, I bet you it's going to be drugs. It bloody wasn't. It was a bloody gun. Yay. Totally didn't see this coming, despite the fact that I have already seen this. Um, I was shook. I was shooketh. This is really like... This is, I find it so weird how much guns come up. I guess cause America. But like Oliver had a gun. Trey had a gun. Now this guy has a gun. Guns bloody everywhere, guys. You really need to sort that out over there. Yeah. Um, pretty disturbing. And then, so we know he's got a gun. Then we cut to the bar mitzvah. And we've got Seth and Summer um, talking about how no one came to the last one. Yeah, just yeah. reliving that again. Um, and then they're all getting 
ready for some nice family pics and Marissa and Ryan are just both a bit worried about Johnny. I think Ryan's obviously felt the sort of sketchy vibe now. And he says to Marissa, don't let him out, out of your sight. Out your sight. Yeah, and he's like, can't believe you're saying this. But <laughs> Julie and Mr. Roberts, a.k.a. I like this. Neil. Yeah, so Julie turns up at Summer's Majestic Mansion. I feel like we say this every episode, but it has to be said, Julie looks amazing. She does. Like, she, she looks, looks awesome. Amazing. What a great outfit. She's got some like faux fur, her hair, like the colour of her hair is like my ideal hair colour. Like she looks great. Yeah. Can you imagine though, like her getting that dolled up in that trailer? It's a weird thought, isn't it? Miracles can happen <laughs> everywhere, Jane. Miracles can happen yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, if her, her electricity couldn't handle little Christmas tree lights, how on earth would she have got like a blow dry with that much volume? What, yeah. What tongs is she using? <laughs> like, come on. He invites her in for a drink, doesn't he? It's quite cute. Yeah, it is cute. So they're, they're clearly both very lonely. Uh, Marissa's already at the event. And yeah, he basically knows that she's talking absolute rubbish about having our renovations yeah. um, done. And it's quite nice because I think they're both just pretty honest um, yeah. with he each other. He confesses that he's pretty much looking at his second divorce, like second his divorce. wife isn't interested. Um, and then she's just like, well, I live in a trailer park. Yeah, he's <laughs> so blunt, um, and I love the fact. I love the fact that he's like, "You're remodeling your life," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's such yeah." A nice thing he to is. Say. He's a good guy. He doesn't seem creepy either. It's not no, like, not at all. There's no really agenda genuine. there, is there? Yeah. Um, but she invites him to the party, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Speaking and of then, which, over yeah. at the party, some more photo ops. Um, and then Seth makes a little quip. They're like, oh, Marissa, come on, join in. You're practically family. And Seth's like, well, technically she is. And then just reminding us how... If Summer, would you not be livid that Marissa was invited into the family photos and you weren't? Yeah. That's all I could think. I was like, if I was Summer, I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why am yeah. I in these photos? She's just ushering people about. And she's like, yeah, I'm the... I was born to usher. Just a really weird <laughs> comment. Um, and then we see Johnny like slinking away and Marissa runs after him, but she can't seem to find him. How can someone with legs that long not keep up with a limping man? A limping man. <laughs> I don't understand. And then we've got Sandy introducing the event. This is so, so it's awkward. Just shambles, isn't so it? So awkward. Let's hear it for Ryan Atwood. Uh, cue Ryan running after Johnny. Yeah. Um, so Seth has to stall and says Ryan forgot his glasses. It's like, come on, Seth, you can do more than that. Um, and yeah. Then Johnny speeds off in his car and Ryan hops in the little bitch and goes <laughs> after him. <laughs> I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, the little bitch, that's funny. Um, I just can't understand why it's Ryan's responsibility to chase after Johnny. No, like, that isn't. That I just, isn't. Especially, like, he needs to be walking on stage. Like, I, you, you just wouldn't do that, would you? Especially no. if your parents were like your parents were no, there. No, no. no. Anyway, um, Seth's making a feel out of himself, and then gets Summer and Marissa on stage to help him yeah. to pad to fill time. It's very like what was the Tory car boot sale episode, the one with the egg, the glass oh, egg, oh yeah, the tree yeah, yeah, steals. It's like that right. when they have what to they have to get up and end up singing or dancing or doing something, filling right? filling time, yeah. moving items slowly. Same vibes. Back to Johnny and Ryan. Oh, Ryan sees so the gun, stupid. doesn't he? He's been following him in the car, sees him pull up to the Mini Mart and sees him 
pull out the gun no the guns in his back in his back of his trousers why did johnny think this was going to be a good idea he has an injured knee so obviously he's got he parks right outside as well like obviously his plates and everything would be able quick to be get away away. yeah but then it would be they could just read his plate yeah i mean he doesn't have a mask He doesn't have anything and he's quite a distinctive, who knows, anyway, it's just all very weird. So he goes in, he's just sort of like... He just hasn't thought it through, has he? Like at all. He's definitely not robbed a mini-mark before. No. Um, But he's just sort of like creeping about and then the guy who owns the mini-mark, you can tell that he thinks he's a bit shady and dodgy. It's not like he's been subtle about it though. (laughs) No. And clearly the guy behind the cash desk is like, yeah, I've seen this before. Like, yeah. I know what this is. So he's got a gun. But obviously, Johnny has a gun. I was, like, he's not the muscliest of guys. He's not the biggest of guys. And he has a limp. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just no. pathetic, isn't it? <laughs> uh, um, but then Ryan obviously Brian comes in. Yeah. Um, buys some fags and a lottery ticket. <laughs> Can you do that at 17 in America? Like, you can't drink till you can 21, but sure, you can buy fags. Who knows? Um, and then Johnny's like, what are you doing here? Ryan's like, what are you up to? And he's like, I have no choice. And then Ryan's just like, look, pal, sometimes you just got to let the rich people help you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> cut to Sandy and Seth singing Dreadle. Dreadle. It was awful and yeah. uncomfortable, and I didn't yeah. like it. Nah. And then Marissa and Summer, Summer's like, oh, I think we can take it from here. And then they start singing Deck the Halls, to which I discovered Marissa cannot sing. Musha nah. Martin is not, not, not good in the No. Very flat. Um, and then Ryan arrives, does a little speech about an act of human kindness, which is what we're here what to celebrate. Yada, yada, yada cut to the after party and that song's on the one that's what friends are for um and summer comes over and it's like i owe you a dance i've owed you this dance for five years and i was like that's kind of cute that is kind of cute yeah and then marissa and ryan join them she goes and gets johnny surprise surprise (laughs) and oh this group dance thing is so bloody awkward isn't it although we do have like the slosh and stuff so i feel we're not in a position to like pass judgment on uh, i know but that doesn't involve like standing slow swaying you know like yeah it's just a bit it, I mean, that's exactly what you do if, like, Sunshine on Leaf comes on. Like. Yeah, but that's different. Don't don't diss Sunshine on Leaf. It's like, this is the only... I was like, would it be bad to have this? Because apparently that's what people in Edinburgh do at the end of their weddings. Yeah. Rather than um, Loch Lomond. It's an absolute and I was like, oh, yeah, I just... Um, may or may not have got very drunk on Christmas at my parents and had to be put to bed after karaoke and sunshine and leaf and just standing crying. <laughs> so. Mate, sunshine on leaf is it's like amazing. a Campbell classic. Like anytime Such a, a few whiskey a few whiskies have been had in my parents' household, my uncles, my brother, my dad, Ali, my cousins, sunshine on leaf all round. Deacon Blue Digny is a big one in my family. Oh yeah. With the boat dance, my dad's a we fan were of the boat dance. Dithering about dignity as our first dance, actually. Oh, amazing! Neil and Julie arrived together. I wonder yeah. what we're setting up in that. Uh, oh, imagine! That is cute. Um, yeah, like that them. is cute. I like them together, and I like when. Um, so Summer goes and gets her dad, and then when Julie comes over and she's like to Ryan, "I come in peace." 
<laughs> Although they've not had beef in ages, so yeah. I think it's fine. And this is Sandy and Kirsten being like the best Christmaca ever. Ever. My resounding thought when I was watching this was there's you can kind of see Julie Cooper's shoes. She's wearing like a gold sparkly oh. heel. And I was just like, I just want to wear high heels. I just want to wear a ridiculous pair of high heels that I can't walk in. I have missed that. And I can't wait for it to happen again. Oh, It will be soon. It will. It will be soon. That'll Feeling hopeful. Soon. Feeling hopeful. Um, and that's it. Finn. Scene. The end. A uh, whole episode with no Taylor Townsend. <gasps> I wondered why I enjoyed this episode so much. Oh, <laughs> me oh. I should have been writing on the Christmas stuff. She would have been. Yeah, she... Yeah, surprised she wasn't like the one guest at Seth's bar mitzvah. <laughs> um, I was thinking about the other Christmas cut episodes. I still think Christmas cut season one is the best one. Yeah, season one's the best one. Lindsay last season, the Ugh. Lindsay one was shit. It was shit, so shit, bad. Shit. I quite enjoyed when they like put all the decorations up like outside their house yeah. visually, like editorially. It didn't yeah, it was make aesthetically sense, pleasing, but it, but it was a shit pretty. storyline. Um, this storyline's fine. It's fine. I yeah. wanted more. I wanted more from the Chris McKay episode. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Chris McKay episode and Johnny attempting to hold up a mini mark just shouldn't have been in the same episodes. They should no. have been separate things. I agree. What do I think is going to happen next? So obviously Julie and Neil, <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Roberts, are going to be Roberts. getting it on. Like that's, that, that this is what is you're clear. hoping for. I mean, I'd be very surprised if it doesn't happen. Very okay. surprised if it doesn't happen. What else? I just wish Johnny would fuck off. Yeah. Like, I'm so, I just want Marissa to turn around and be like, I'm not interested. Get out of my life. Bye. Yep. Want rid of Johnny. Um, we've still got all the... We need to find out who gets into Brown, if anyone. <gasps> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're in, like, Christmas time. So surely they must find that out early next year. I wonder if we get a Hugmini episode, like a New Year's episode. Mm, I know, I wonder. I can't remember. I can't remember what comes next. I've actually not watched further on this time because these. I, I think I watched, like, the last three episodes, sort of one after the other because um, I was just getting quite into it. Um, so... I'm not sure, but yeah, Taylor's got to be in the next episode. Yeah, we've not seen her for a while. Or we've not saw your man either. Exactly. (laughs) Where's Volcha? Yeah, we've got um, got him to deal with. There's also a character that should be joining in this season, um, who we've already seen a bit of as a different actress, to be fair. But yeah, they should be making an entrance at some point I'm not that sure where that was very I have no idea what you're talking about excellent <laughs> what are you talking about okay sure excellent well, I guess we'll find out next time yeah uh, listener of the week listener of the week our listener of the week this week goes to a very special um, review that we got on our podcast from Sandy Cohen is Bay Oh, I saw this. Excellent username. If you follow us on socials at Never Seen the OC on Twitter and Instagram, you will see that I posted some of our um, reviews because they bring us a lot of joy. And this is our most recent one. And it says, I love this podcast. Been a fan of the show since 2008. And this podcast has been the perfect companion for a rewatch and for lockdown. Great commentary, great hosts, appreciation for Sandy Cohen. Keep it up, guys. 
Oh, Sandy Cohen for life. Indeed. Thank you. Thanks, Sandy Cohen is Bay. Really appreciate that name. Yeah, we love an Apple review. And it's, I mean, I'm sure we said it before, but it is a very quick way to be a listener of the week if you leave us a review. Yeah. We will probably <laughs> read you out quite quickly. Um, but no, we've actually had loads of people getting in touch in the last couple of weeks, especially new people, people saying that they started listening for the first time, um, which is really it's exciting. Awesome. So I imagine you'll get to this like ages away but i appreciate it now and when you listen to thanks this later, guys <laughs> it will make sense hopefully um yeah. isn't time weird it it's is. weird they're gonna listen to this in the future yeah oh heather doan that's too much to try and comprehend <laughs> on a saturday night <laughs> on that ponder um, <laughs> thanks for listening guys yeah thanks guys have See a nice week. week bye bye, bye.